why you can't tell a garden hoe nothing? Because a garden hoe tell everything. I didn't know this guy was so into gimlets. Hey, you know what goes great with a beer? Another beer? A lady. <laughs> no, you paid for it, you finish it. Oh, oh, that's a lot of macaroni. All right, we're looking at a glass Folks, of 85 uh, to 90% dead. Welcome to the podcast. Friday night. Friday night with the boys in the brew chamber, aka the basement. The basement podcast. The cellar. Where my wife lets us do this. Guys, we've uh, we've talked about all grain for a long time, so we're excited to bring you our first all grain recipe beer tasting. Oh. So excited! Uh, ben has brought us uh, what he he wants to call a smash. We don't want to call a smash. No, um, it's not a smash. It's, it's not definitely a- not a smash because smash is a very specific type of beer that this is not. But it's a good beer. I've heard. Go ahead, guys. This- Definition: Smash. Go. Oh, single malt, all Simcoe hops, and single single malt edition, single hop. There you go. Smash, smash right. it up. Um, so Ben has brought something similar to that with a little twist. Yep, he's called Smash with a Twist. I like the name, Smash with a Twist. Fine. Um, uh, Not a Smash with a Twist. Yeah. In no. the meantime, Mosaic Promise with a Twist. For a quick thing, go hit us up on iTunes. Give us five stars. It takes a minute. Tell us what you think about these episodes. We've been doing them in a different way. Tell us, give us your feedback, please. We don't know if we're doing it good or bad. Tell us on the iTunes feedback. Uh, if you're on Stitcher, uh, you're one of two, so good for you. Yeah, thank um, thanks, Mom. Rate us on Stitcher, Mom. Um, <laughs> rate us again, Mom. Buy another phone. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Get another well. email account and sign up. And Get another jitterbug and <laughs> Get on there. <laughs> But seriously, Instagram is the best place to find us. 30-minute editions. You'll find the link to the, the podcast to share with your friends. You'll find all the latest behind-the-scenes uh, pictures and videos Getting of us making prolific. all these crazy beers. Uh, we had a fun night uh, last night. I was watching Ben and Dave meet up to make some ciders, transfer some beers. It was so much fun to watch. So I, I, I hope you all are enjoying it. Uh, but let's get down to business. Ben, what are you bringing us today? All grain. How was... Uh... So this was the first episode on the uh, new all grain setup yeah uh that's the double cooler mash tun and then 15 gallon boil kettle. all purchased out of uh northernbrewer.com yeah yeah even the even the kettle four years ago gotta love them boys yeah they've Um, they've got a good thing going that's for sure i didn't have the upgrades that i got coming here pretty soon new chiller uh some quick disconnects and a pump so we did it the old-fashioned way with a pitcher and just the ball valve spouts. It felt it felt um, um, it was a little clunky. It. it was a little clunky, yeah. but it felt like uh, you were really like, like doing something, like yeah. doing it the way doing you used like to. Yeah. Do it. The way your yeah. grandfather would, would do yes, brew exactly. beer. Exactly. Right. The way your grandfather would tell you how to brew beer is how so, we did it that day, and it was fun. Go grab it. Go grab Go grab your grandmother's. Ice tea pitcher. And that's right. Off this that's thing. right. Now I, we did have refractometers. We had some. We did uh, have we some. some we did have tech. some pretty sweet upgrades. We had some yeah. tech. And but, your mom was there to help, so that was cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, she we did was, get the advice great. there. Yeah, exactly. And dad was uh, cutting down trees while we were doing it. Yeah, it was. Perfect. I mean, it was what a, a perfect day. day. Um, <laughs> so you you had had you run anything through the system before today? Hot water. Hot water. All right. So you did run off the china off the inside. I did the wipe down the. I did wipe down the china. Uh, I did uh, give it a leak test. You know, put some hot water there in it, go. make sure the the coolers weren't going to like change right. and get a little more malleable, and I needed to tighten up sure. the valves. Uh, I will say with the cooler setup, 
the valves that you will get from Northern Brew are so damn tight. Tight, tight, Before tight. you put yeah. them on, work the shnikes out of them. I mean, just open them up, close them up, open them up, close them Did up. Did we just right? go G-rated? Uh, no, no. I went Tommy Boy, fucker. Shnikes. <laughs> So yeah, do work those valves. Uh, they work them tight as shit. Because the problem was, and, yeah. yeah, and then so when you put them on the actual coolers, yeah. that spot right there is so soft with the plastic. Yeah, when we were trying to open them, it and they were like, the they were literally bit, moving. Yeah. So it's not a good feeling. Yeah, I'm really, so. I'm really looking to try to think about putting some type of uh, sheet metal lubricant. No sheet metal on the. WD-40 the spot. front, no, just the front of the plastic to give it a little bit of support. So oh, you want to uh, sister it? You want to uh, clamp some metal support like to it? That's and right. On the front, and then yeah. on the front inside that little U shape, you'll see the uh-huh. little U shape where the spout would go, where you drain your Gatorade. Uh, right in there, put a nice little, uh-huh. you know, flush mounted piece of good with like RTV silicone or something, just to give it a little yeah. bite. So yeah. when you go to move it left or right, that metal is supporting it from side to side, won't allow it to bend as much, is what I'm hoping. So modifications may be coming in the future. Good. Don't talk with your hands, but we love the info on the <laughs> the cooler setup because uh, I'm telling you, it's a sexy, fun setup. The the temperature when we mashed in to when we were ready to boil was what, a degree off, didn't not drop. even. Yeah, didn't, it didn't drop. drop. So I, I mashed those coolers in. are worth their weight. Uh, they really are yeah. the way to go. Uh, everyone yeah. talks about you know trying to insulate it with all different things with your kettle, but when you get those coolers, man, you lock that lid down and it stays at that mash temperature. Yep. We yeah. pour. We we mashed in. I brought the water. Up up to 167. I was doing a five-gallon batch. Uh, we started with a recipe called Mosaic Promise Smash. Right. So it's uh, Golden Promise uh, from Simmons, uh, the Malters. Okay. Uh, very, you know, even tasted good. Yeah. You know, chewing on it a little bit tasted very uh, Malto meal for you 1980s people. Um, we used Mosaic at 60 minutes, and then I used Citra. Thanks to Davey, we did it at flame out. It, I was going to do it at 15. We did right. it at flame out for a little extra aroma, and I'm going to tell you it paid off. Nice. Good. Uh, with the date, the recipe, you're, you're talking right. I, I did the mash in water. We did a five gallon recipe, so I had 12 pounds of uh, Golden Promise. Okay. Used my mill for the first time, which uh, was pretty fun. Uh, got my yeah, kids so, involved so, so through so the tell drill. Us about that, yeah. So you hooked your drill up. Yep. Um, so we made a base plate for it ourselves. I didn't, you know, pay the extra forty dollars for them to shape me one. It's pretty simple. Go get yourself a piece of fiberboard, cut out the square, mount it to it. It's got two screws on the bottom. Uh, mounted it to it, sat it on a five-gallon bucket, threw my drill, my battery-operated drill on it. Let the kids pull the trigger. They thought they were having the time of their lives out there doing it. Uh, I was just guessing at a mill setting. Yeah. You know, they tell That's you suggestion, like, yeah. suggestion was don't run the whole fucking thing through it at one time. Okay. Run a half a pound and see if you like the texture that's coming out. But you out. don't know what the texture you're looking for, right? I didn't even know what I was really yeah. looking for besides pictures online I mean, and what I've yeah, seen just, from my boys in Utah. Yeah, smash So up, I knew I it was half right. flour. You don't want the holes to be more than ripped in half, kind of like a sunflower seed would okay. be. Mm-hmm. And then you want the seed ultimately inside there to be mashed up like flour. Okay. And so that's what we got. Uh, it was a little powdery for what I thought, but when I put it in, uh, mashed in at 167 because I was shooting for over 150, under 155. I didn't right. know what the hell was going to hit. Hit 152 in the mash, and that sucker held for the entire hour at that temperature, not a degree variant. 
Um, now, and to be I'm clear, just, you just mashed in the grain, stirred them in, and then just walked away. You did, There's no sealed the lid, Sealed the lid, walked away, left it outside even. And it, was, oh, it wasn't a chilly day, but it wasn't a hot day either. Sure. Um, so it, it just helped. So let me tell you my, my, my thought. When I first saw the mashing, I was figured, you know, like pasta, when you're making macaroni, you get, you got to stir it a little bit, right? Like you can't just let it sit there for an hour. But that's literally what they suggest you do is yeah. you just heat it up to the temperature you and let stir, it sit. You're stirring while you're pouring the water in. The so hot water. Yeah. Yeah, chemically yeah. doing it. The stirring is not doing anything unless you get a clump where there's nothing touching the middle of the clump. Which is what you want to do during during right. the, the mash in. Exactly. You, you're, you're filling the water as you're pouring grains in. So basically. we stirred it in, let it sit, and it held for the entire hour. Yep. Soaked uh, up did a I, little I, more grain, uh, water than I yeah, a lot thought. Of water, yeah. I, I started with seven gallons. Uh, and I'm going to tell you right now, that sucker soaked up all of two and a half gallons. We started warlofting uh, to set the grain bed. It's kind of hand warlofting, right? We have with a pitcher. Pitcher full just of hot water. Pitcher, right? well, just a pitcher of the runoff off the bottom of it, right? right? You let it out into itself, pour it back in. You set in the grain bed so that it runs clear into your boil kettle. You leave as much of the grain now, behind. It, it went a little quicker for you, Ben, because you did have a false bottom. I did there. have a false bottom in so the, the, the mash. For the folks that might not have a false bottom that are doing this, I mean, it'll take a while for that grain bed to settle, but it yeah. will get there. Yeah, uh, I looked into a false bottom for our, our style kettles, and I mean they're not cheap. I mean that's a that's a nice 40, unit. 40, 50 bucks, I guess. Yeah, that's you know? all seventy bucks. Um, you could probably build yourself one. I mean, I guess, but Jesus, you know? I mean, yeah, I mean it works but, so it works so nice with your setup, and we were able to uh, pitch off four point five. We did a hydro, and it was high. Remember? Like yeah, one point oh seven. It was seven <laughs> at least. Yeah, and, but we it only had four point five gallons. Well, of it. Yeah, that's right. And we still so, had to boil it for a while, so then, we were and we had nervous. And we right. hadn't sparged, so we right. sparged a little bit more, um, and we ended up with five gallons or so, maybe almost six, I think, you know, and it dropped it down to a 1.058 yeah. when we did the sparge. Uh, so we thought we were pretty good there. Then when we put it in the big 15-gallon pot for only six gallons of water, it boiled damn near. Between boil and wart chilling, we lost two gallons i mean i when we yeah. when we drained it all the way down to the nitty-gritty off the boil kettle a little over four gallons left. that's all we had was four gallons yeah and, so then you're sitting uh, there with four gallons of water and going, what we, we were do? Fucked. it's still at a yeah, high we, it's still it was, a high hydro reading so yeah i think because it condensed so yeah. it went back up to like a 1.062 at that right. point from a 158 at and that was and one of the gallons. most interesting parts of it was the science part because you're you're dealing with the mash out and you get the super concentrated sugar water now, and then you you whirl off it off, and you only got four point five gallons. Fine, you're only making you know three and a half gallons of beer. That's not enough. Yeah, it you sucks. Know, that's not worth the day. No, not a five and a half hour day. So now you go into in. recovery mode. What are we gonna do to bump this up? We got a lot of hydro. You know, we got a lot of percentage to work with. We just add just plain water. We, we didn't want to add off, plain water because we were worried right. about all that. Of course, uh, we had already chilled it down. So then we were thinking, you know, contamination and all that shit. And exactly. luckily, uh, being part of a brew club, if you. Not part of a brew club, look one up, join AHA, uh, get on there and find you one because uh, yep. if it wasn't for the boys here, I'd have been trying to boil a gallon of water really quick to dump in there, chill it off, dump it back in, do all that bullshit. Uh, luckily, uh, Davy's wife uh, was at the store and we had her pick up uh, one gallon of distilled water. Yep. And uh, we had to pull a little hat trick, and it was a hat trick. And, and we it poured perfect. it in and tested it again. Went from a 1.06 to a 1.058, which is four points over what yeah. we were shooting for because the target on the recipe was 1.054. 
And uh, hey, you guys were it worried. Was a great success. You guys were yes. actually worried at the time well. that yeah. it had too much sugar for my one little pack yep. of U.S. Safel Five. Sure did. And they were like, "Oh shit, you should have done two. And I was like, "Fuck, maybe I should have." Uh, but we didn't. I threw it in there. And I'm gonna tell you right now, those uh, whatever we made in that pot was uh, super juicy. Yeah. So let me tell you what I took those, away. Those me, yeast. I don't know how, I, how you feel, but let me tell you how I feel about that day of the first all green batch we did. Um, it did feel very uh, craftsman. It felt much more better than extract as far as how connected you are to the experience. The other thing was, um, you really felt like. The pitch rate and the aeration that you did blew my mind. I, I always do extract, and then I just, you know, funnel it into a primary. What you do is you drain that in with a false bottom, out of, you know, get all the hop particulate out. You're not a big hop particulate fan. You don't like the loose no, hops. No. You want to strain all that out, bag it. You I need do. to bag everything. And then you take this paddle, and you aerate the shit out of it. Yes, uh, I basically drill. have a 595... Uh, mash tun stir it's shit for that because it's so darn flexible yeah you go to stir your mash little, in it's bending and a little that. thin little mash but pedal with a bunch of holes in it yeah, yeah. and uh, i cut the little end off the handle that, the little t-handle yeah chip that off and i've got a nice uh what half inch chuck dewalt you slide that right in there fits perfect screw it on hit that bitch on three and yeah, I mean, so you you aerated the shit out of it until uh, it foamed yeah, on top must like, have, a, must like a cappuccino. Like a, I mean, yeah, it had a yeah, foam on top. It, it, it looked like a inch, finished beer. It had a four inch head. <laughs> it did, and so then you go now. Let's now let's get into the primary bucket and let's add our pitch our yeast when we're into temperature. And uh, I could picture in my head the science of the yeast going. Oh boy, we got a fun playhouse today, boys. Yep, we got your sugar, beautiful sugars. It took of off. We got air. Yep. I was still using my Very shitty awesome. little uh, chiller. I'm waiting on my new jaded Hydra oh, uh, to come this way. Uh, so get it here, boys. Um, used my little 25-foot uh, handmade 3 eighths <laughs> yep. flow for the for the wart chiller. So we got it down to 70-something. Said, ah, to hell with it. We bucketed it, aerated it, capped it, put it away for a little while, let it sit in the 55-degree basement. And she got down to temperature that night sometime. Uh, a couple hours later, I went down, checked on it, pitched the yeast, and the aroma coming off of that flame-out hops was just damn amazing when I took that lid off. Yeah, I heard a lot about Citra this week. Um, Citra has uh, one of the, the shortest shelf lives. Um, if you do a beer that you plan on sitting in a commercial brewer, don't, they don't want to use Citra if it's going to be a 60-day shelf life. It does not last, but it has the the highest short-term aroma and alpha acid production well, it's any hop. So this beer's two weeks old that you're going to try yeah, tonight. Drink it fast because well, I'm telling you that three what they weeks. said was it all dissipates out to flatness. Um, the citra hop oils uh, dissipate uh, fast, but they are pungent. On first release, and they're amazing. Yeah, and it smells really good. Citra, you get a, yeah. you get such a I'm nice back flavor on it. A single Citra smashed style IPA. Nice. So. It, the the yeast kicked off good. Check out the Instagram post. Yeah. I know it's gonna look like uh, you know the old baby poo <laughs> yeast yeah. cake at the bottom, but I put a picture out there because that yeast was so active. The, right. It was the biggest cake of yeast I have had in a okay. five gallon bucket yet. Uh-huh. And I've done you know five years of brewing. 
Uh, so the all grain method may have just been a better uh, efficiency than the obviously. It's like using. a freshness thing. It feels like maybe right? I think so, right? Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that's what I'm. That's what I'm kind of getting, oh, getting. I mean, I, from from what I can see, I think this whole process reinvigorated Ben. You know, uh, sure did. You know when when I started and Sean started, you know, uh, Ben was like, "Yeah, I'll help you guys out," but we kind of felt like. I don't think he really wants to do this anymore. Yeah, I think he's done. You know, I mean, he's like, all right, I'll make a beer every once in a while, but yep. he's he's not an enthusiast anymore. He's like, you know, he, I can make beer, I'll make beer, but I, no, that's I'm not loving point. it anymore. Yeah, I mean, was, I was keeping it on tap. It was like the, it was it like going, um, but. what do they call that? Uh, dang it, you get a little complacent with it. But it's like you're just doing it as like a, a chore, you know? Yeah. Like, I'll, yeah. Just, I'll well, make my wheat. And yeah, it was I'm not going to put any thought Look, into it. I'm until not going to experiment. Guys, until right. you guys got into it, I was doing it by myself. Right. Yeah. That's boring. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you right now, you've all brewed a beer by yourself. It's not as much fun as sure, when man. the guys are there, you're goofing off, the kids are running around, you're using your hands. So, you know. <laughs> no, so um, it's a hands-on job. And, yep, and that's I what I felt like. I felt like this uh, reinvigorated you to, I mean, you're buying, you know, new equipment. You're, you're We've bought a lot of new equipment. Shit, boy. <laughs> so. Boy, bought a, a two-row bag. Have you seen that thing? I know. I bought a 50-pound two-row bag. Hey, man. Yeah, 55 pounds. So he's going to make oh, some beer pounds. soon, and I yeah. love it, Ben. Now, can we try it, please? Yeah, so we can have a little talk. Uh, I guess I'll go get you some. Go get us some. Boy. What? What? Trying to All right. Ben's left the room. Um, Hate to see you go, but love to watch you leave. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Easy, careful. You're so powerful. Um, ben, it, you're exactly right. Ben uh, was boring a beer. He, that, when I, he, since um, before Christmas, and he got all this new equipment, I mean, he was just making boring beers. They were great, but it was like no, but old it wasn't, traditional standby. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't even a, ma- a, a matter of making boring beers. I just feel like he was, he was yeah. enjoying the experience of being, you know, hanging out and right. brewing beer together, but brewing the beer wasn't really any Because, you know, when you're sitting there on a Tuesday night and you're, you're trying to envision your recipe for a beer. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. when the passion takes in. And he didn't have that. Now he has this new equipment. He's Boy, super passionate. You, he's getting out there. And I can't wait to try these beers because he's going to the coolest ingredients yep. and procedures. And uh, before that, he was just kind of coasting on like what he knew, yeah, his yeah. tried and true recipes, which is fine. But boy, he's got some passion now. I can't wait to try this new mm. citrus. He wants to call it a smash. It's, it's definitely not a smash. smash. It was so funny trying to defend it. Like, it's no, a sm- it's a it's smash. A smash. With, I mean, with one other hop. It's got three malts and blah, 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 two. Blah. That's hops, not how it works, yeah, Ben. That's yeah. not how it works. He's like, oh, it is. They told me it's a smash. They told me it's a smash. It was until you added the As citra. soon as you add the thing, it's not a smash. But it's now, a fantastic beer. And, course, and the beautiful so part about, about this, it. I yeah. mean, again, we hate to talk about brewing on a budget, but he's got two hops in there, yeah. two ounces of hops and 10 to 12 pounds of, of grain. Right. The guy, and, a, and obviously yeast. I mean, if he spent 20 bucks on this All recipe, right. I mean, you're lucky. So uh, so he's got a good uh, thing going because he's, he's made got a five good, gallons of beer. Yep. Uh, it was a fun day. God damn, that was fun doing that all-grain setup. There he is. Uh, can't, oh, let's try it. Ben's back. It's a smash. I'm excited to try it. It's not, not a smash. smash. It's not a smash, but I, I love the idea. Um, so we're calling this the uh, Golden Promise. Promise With a twist. Promise is a golden beer. It's beautifully Mosaic golden. Promise. Uh, holding up to the, the logo. I mean, it's a tad darker, but beautiful. Uh, not it, clear. It's golden. Definitely not clear. It's not, I didn't secondary this one, so it's this not, is... Oh, wow. No yeah. secondary. Tell me about that. 
Nope. So we went in a uh, rush. Two, didn't care. Nah, I just wanted to see. Okay. I just wasn't sure. You know why you, you may not need the secondary, right? Uh, I've only done one of those, and it ended horribly. Was that your farmhouse? No, uh, that was I've the done a double knee. I never, I, did. I oh, never secondary. Nipa. I never secondary my wheat wit whatever. There's a couple that I don't. I didn't mind this one being a little hazy. Oh my gosh! All right, so I just tried um, it. It's fantastic. I think it's good. It's got a light carb on it. I didn't carb it very high. You know me. I like my lawnmower beers. But this one seemed, uh, from an ale standpoint, to get that. The hop character of the Citra is straight up front. That that true Mm. ale. Yeah, it's got a hell of a smell. Yep. And the smell and the taste is uh, uh, Citra on top. This little bittering at the end. Yep. Uh, Smooth. The good mouthfeel. No off livers. That is a pale ale through and through. Pale ale through and through. It's an IPA. It's not an IPA. No, IPA. IPA, American pale ale. Yep. Um, I mean, uh, they're known to leave that kind of taste in your like a little like so weird aftertaste but i took this with i took this with me to a um girl scout work no work happy hour uh, oh nice and uh had a guy who lives in hood river and i have another guy that don't know where hood river is hood river is right outside of portland in hood river which is the size of sonoy uh there's like 12 breweries okay and they're hop 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 all day long right and uh, he said he'd rather have this. Nice. After all the years of drinking just that double, triple. Yeah, this is definitely a, IPA uh, shit, right? a mild hop flavor, but the but taste is the, fantastic. The, the yeah. taste of the hops is really there. It's just not a big punch in the face. Hope you brought more because I definitely want another. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a it's a great beer, Ben. You hit a home run. Um, again, I'm looking it's, forward it, to doing it again. It has that that typical. Uh, pale ale, just that aftertaste. It Some people is. like. I don't it. Even the, call that the back to the middle of the tongue. It's the yeah. bit, it's that IBUs. I guess it's. Uh, uh, it I wish is. I could not for me. It. It's like it's like a it's like a old shoe leather, but it's good old shoe. We leather. talked about the baseball leather. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, like it's, it's like a, chewing on your baseball glove. Right, yeah, it's a little salty. Something almost. about that pale ale always makes that flavor, and it's amazing. He was able to do this do this with just. Uh, you if know. we had a citriol, they could explain that flavor in more of the caramel or, yeah, or a citriol. Uh, yeah. So the other part is is probably the the uh, makeup of the water. Ah, mm. so now, some of that mouthfeel comes from the well, magnesium. Uh, most and of the pale is I'm comparing to are local, but the last you know APA. This American is a good like. You remember a, the? Ab- that, have you had yeah. the Abide Pale Ale? Yeah. I think and we had I've the Abide Pale uh, at Meet and Greet that one night. I, this brought, I, brought the one, I brought the one from Montgomery, Alabama. This, uh, oh, uh, uh, good, uh, good, good Peoples. Good Peoples, yeah. This, people. reminds, uh, me, this reminds me of the $5 uh, one that nobody really ever chooses in the flight because it's not the fancy Sure, stuff. yeah. You're looking up at the chalkboard on the tap room wall, and you're like, oh, APA, I've had those before. But. If you it's kind of like their right. standard that's always on tap, right? This is kind of that vanilla ice cream, most popular selling. Well, you know me and my but styles. If, if someone's <laughs> gonna go, if someone's gonna go for, you know, the one time a year they eat ice cream, they're not gonna pick vanilla. They're gonna pick something crazy. But if they eat ice cream all the time, they will. Yeah, bring it down and narrow it down to this. This is, this is a, a because twelve this, pack at a party. Uh, absolutely, every weekend. Yep. Great. Yeah, beer. you can drink a lot of these. You can drink and, a well, lot. You can and, drink a lot of these. Be careful because the uh, what the did apparent, you the apparent ABV. attenuation was eighty percent on this. Amen. And uh, we went started at a one point oh five eight. This sucker went down. You'll see the Instagram uh, post on there it was a one point oh one one. 
translates to 6.15 ABV. Oh, wow, nice. So, I mean, we you did pretty good on the yet. first it one. Feels... It's one of your hotter beers. And this you usually is, don't and this brew this is as, as scientific as I get one, because you know me, I'm usually like, ah, that gets you, you know, that'll get you a no, five no, and a half. He's, he's, he's taking we this, measured this he is one seriously. through This is through. fantastic. To be a 6.1 and taste this smooth, I literally want another one right now. This is two um, weeks. It's fantastic. This is two weeks in the primary. Okay. And oh, that's, that's it? it? That's it. Oh, my God. Talk about a beer that you want. Um, so you're drinking this you, every three weeks. Exactly. Yeah, keep making it. Amen. Yeah, you um, can do this all the time. Now, how long was your brew day on this? Five and a half hours. That was okay. with a couple of mistakes of not having sure. the... Sparge we had the strike water, water good, but we didn't have the sparge water ready because I ended up having to use it to up my volume during yeah. uh, mash out. So all you extra, the mash all out you water, forgot the sparge water, but hey, you a know, quick, a quick first note time to on the, the extract brewers. You might get intimidated by that, but picture we're talking full on. So that means 8 a.m. you walk out, you just fill up the kettle and start boiling it. You're not working the whole time. This is a very low impact day. You're 8 p.m. 8 a.m. to 132. An hour of it was yeah. I, an hour of it. I went upstairs. I actually cooked eggs and bacon. Exactly. Sat right. down, had eggs and bacon with the kids. Uh, me and uh, my middle child, we got up uh, early. She helps me out. She's the early waker. So we got up. We milled the grains, had a little fun doing that. Yeah. I mean, we mashed in, and I literally went I, upstairs I, I for wish, an hour with I a wish timer. I someone on. would have told me that you can do extract or just go straight to all grain. I mean, it's not that big of a jump uh, if you uh, honestly consider the initial equipment buy. If, if you're gonna do brewing the bag, four hundred dollars. I mean, you're talking about four, three, four hundred dollars difference between starting with extract or starting with all grain. Yeah, but I the from day one the confidence. I wish someone would have told me because the confidence of which I had already brewed as many brews that I've had from the right. boil from the boil part. The only part that was new here was the was the inf- was the infusion and, yeah, of the right. was the infusion of the grains, right? right? And so from there you can get as technical or as uh, you know hobby as you want. But yeah, the the neat thing was is I had enough confidence knowing what we were shooting for, knowing and understanding some of the stuff that I wouldn't have wanted to do this as my first beer no. ever. Sure, yeah. I think so. I know my I, oil. I, I know my boil it, kettle. I think I if know. you watched it, it looked very low impact. I think it the reason- does, but think about the amount of little adjustments we were sitting there debating mm, on. But the okay. three it's of us, true. you were like, I mean, "No, I want to do it this way. No, I want to do it this way." But I wanted to come out like this. I think it's true, and 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 that's where I gotta I gotta kind of go with with Ben on this. You, you kind of probably want to start extract. Really? Yeah. Think about it. He had he he had a problem where he was too hot, and he did. If you're an extract brewer, you probably don't know what to do. Oh my god, I got way too much. I only have four gallons of of, of beer, uh, but it's 1.070. What do I do? Let me Google. Oh my god, my my batch went bad, right? But we knew he knew because he's he's done a hundred right. batches of beer in his life. He goes, no, we just got to add water, right? And I'll get my volume, and my sugars will come back down, and I'll be where I need to be. The exact opposite with what we did the other day with the brew in the bag, where we used too much water on mine because I had like a pound of less grain. And we were like, oh, shit, but what did we do? We said, oh, let's add some add simple some sugar, sugar to right, it. Right. And sure enough, I, I pulled it from a 1.040 up to a, like a 1.052, and that's a good starting point for a, a medium ABV beer. And that's the key. It's It does take experience. You can go all grain 
if, if you're in you a brew better, club. You better have some buddies. You better have some buddies who know how to do it. Yes, and the knowledge base. Now, we went all, I don't know about y'all, but we went all deep in the research on all these little tricks that I think I knew from the beginning. When I did that crazy farmhouse sale, I knew I was in uh, trouble. I said, this is way French. too much extract. Fuck the French. Uh, there's way too much extract and uh, adjuncts in one little tube. I was like, this is crazy to put in three gallons of water. I should be doing this in a bigger volume. <laughs> now, can you imagine if that farmhouse kit came and it was 18 pounds of grain and all that <laughs> well, candy what, syrup? So the second one I'm getting So maybe, do, maybe I'm backtracking. Yeah. Maybe you should start with extract. Now, the intimidation factor. I, I think if you really got over it and you, you again, if you, you need a little mentor standing next to you, I will agree that it is a lot to buy for the yeah. hydrometer, the funnels. The caps, the the, the glass or, or plastic carboys if that you you're were doing, doing it in, it's a lot. But if you had a guy sitting next to you going step by step, oh no, it, let me hand you this, let me hand you that, then the um, the factor of this is too tall of a mountain to climb is gone. Yeah, and I think that all grain should be step one. I honestly do. Well, I don't know because if you don't like it, right. If you get oh, to a shit. point where now, you're, now, now you're fucked up. Now, if you've done all this research and you still don't like the science of beer and you don't like the I mean, process, I'm just saying maybe you run out of time. I yeah. wouldn't want to be four hundred dollars deep when I could be eighty five dollars deep. But you, you can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, like so. For instance, the uh, that's not the kind of guy that starts brewing. I'm going to tell you the kit. The kit that we bought. Well, I mean, yeah, you're a two foot in the pool type of guy. Go ahead, <laughs> the kit that we bought was uh, falls the, deep, is what I call it. The, the deluxe brewing kit. Two glass carboys, a right. bottling bucket. I think it was 160, 150, uh-huh. 160. I didn't anyway, start with a pot. I used my stock pot. I burnt the whole bottom of my wife's stock <laughs> pot. Yeah, she's really happy about that. Running that fucker for an hour and a half, trying All to right. sell two and a half gallons of water I think you're a romantic and you like that fact. And I like the fact that I started with extract and I did this crazy shit at the beginning and now yeah. I'm at this point. It is the progression, but I wish that people knew that if you get a little bit of knowledge in an all grain setup, it is not that difficult. I think you're. And it makes you a go, nice pure beer. If you go cooler, you're going to spend another hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars without doing the pumps and the whole nine yards. Yeah. If you go be- brew in the bag, you're probably another seventy-five, eighty, hundred. You got to get a bigger pot. It. Yeah, I mean, start start with guys. You're not going to start with a top. Do not method. start no. with anything less than a ten gallon pot. And if you're smart, don't even put drop the eighty yeah, in a seven, ten gallon pot. Yeah, the seven gallon pot. Go skip it. straight to fifteen and do it with the fucking temperature port and the now. valve at the bottom. Yeah. Just do it because I regret it now. Buying I just re, like a yeah. month ago I bought a ten gallon kettle. Buying a slug buster will do it. Please don't do worry. it because I, it, it's the the biggest problem is finding your temperatures and being able to transfer nicely. If you have a nice brew table and a in a, in a a valve, it makes everything so. When you try to dump 12, 10 gallons of water or wart, yeah, it's not hot. good. It's hot, it's hot, heavy, and hard. And yeah. that's I will, a reason why um, they have these things because yeah, it's so easy when everything's so, nice. Yeah. I mean, turn it up, I, it aerates as it drops I out. Know. I don't taste a process difference in this beer from extract, you know what I mean. But I do feel, and it's probably a placebo effect because I know it's my first all grain beer. Ooh, but I, be, I, I have a, I have a craftsmanship. It, it, it just, yeah. it just tastes. Hey, you can buy a little a, bit you, fresher. You can, you can buy a table. You can know. buy a table at IKEA, or you can build it and feel that you felt that fucking wood every step yeah. of the way. Yeah, yeah, it's a you little sexier. You felt this wood up. Yeah, it's sexier. Hey, you did. You um, felt this beer up, and you the, got deep in the grains, and you 
petted it down. The other thing I would say, if you don't have the boys, like the like I said, the boys this, came this over pod, after this I mashed This podcast table is from Ikea, by the way. So the, uh, the boys came over helped so, after so I mashed right in. And and that's when we started getting into the real you know the real deal of it, and that was awesome. If you don't have that, yeah, and you're gonna go all grain uh, the way uh, Indiana Sean over here does, um, get to know your local homebrew shop person on a first name basis because yeah. mm-hmm. they will be like a fishmonger for you. You can call that sucker up on a Saturday at eleven and go, oh fuck, uh, I bought this from you. Yeah. Uh, I'm in a kind of a fucked up place. What do I do? And he's gonna walk you through it. I guarantee yeah. it. I mean, the guy I go to for for the uh, grains and stuff, he's been great. You know, I mean, yeah. I went down there today, bought a bunch of stuff. I'm going to guy. I got, I'm three, I, you know, fifty five pound bag of grain. Right, it, I'm on. It's in. Like, it's let's, on. let's get some shit. And, Twelve row. Uh, right? I told him what I was doing. Twelve row. Twelve row. And uh, you know, because I do everything six times as. Go time. back to episode. Oh, you, I'm not two, allowed to say the number. Two. Go back to one of the episodes way in the beginning. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Even though you're uh, shaped like one. Um, so what I will say is this: is I went into him. I said, "Look, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm so I've switched from extract where I've done funky, I've done fun, yep. I've done this, I've done novelties with the you know the chili pepper and all that jazz." I said, "What I'm trying to do is learn this equipment." Nice. I want to get this equipment good. I don't want it to fuck with a recipe and go, oh, oh, shit, I need that at 10 and this at 15 and this at this and this at this and steep it up, steep it down, all that crap. I just want to run my equipment and get the leaks out, get the twerks out, know how much my boil volume comes down, all those things. All right, so here's the thing I've noticed with you. When you do a science experience, they say change one variable and yep. find out what the result is. You have jumped way over science, and you have changed everything. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole new setup for me. You're all new, and you are diving in headfirst, and I love it. Keep doing the, the grains. Keep keep experimenting with all these different, you know, you want to call it a smash. It's not a smash. Um, it's not a smash. It's uh, mosaic, pro- <laughs> it's mosaic promise keep, with a twist. Keep buying in bulk and keep doing this and keep doing it at the cheap level that – you're doing it and creating fantastic no. beers. It I want to say bucks. this beer right here. It was forty-seven. This one? Yep. No, this this beer was not forty-seven dollars. No. This, this beer was forty-seven dollars. It was not. And that's because I bought the grain by the pound. I bought mm. fifty-five. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, for a five-gallon batch. Well, it was twelve. Bro, it was twelve. Oh, listen, hold on. check out. Listen, I, know, I bought, I bought beer before. Break it down, homie. <laughs> take us down. Take us so, down. So this is what it was. It was twelve pounds of golden promise uh-huh. okay. at two twenty-five pounds. Jesus. Well, it's by the pound, right? I don't know. It's okay. It's by the pound. I'm, buy, I'm not buying it on a wholesale. So that you add in the SoFell five, you add in the hops, and what else did I get that day? I must have got something else. I'm You're about, right. I'm about thirty-one. Maybe. Go ahead. Yeah, you're probably right. I think I must have bought some couple other. So what was it? It was not two dollars a pound. What was your fifty-five gallon? I think I did. I bought some Irish. I bought some Irish moss and some other stuff that day. That was forty-seven dollars. He bought a thermometer. He bought a thermometer for twenty-one dollars. No, I bet this is a twenty-one dollar beer. I left the. No, it's probably thirty. He filled up the gas tank. He's like, oh, that. But either way, either way, I remember looking at. So I went and bought the fifty-five pound. bag sack you get off. Right. Please tell us how much that was. Fifty-five pounds was forty-nine dollars. No, less than a dollar a pound. Less oh, than a dollar a pound. We're here folks. getting drunk as, fuck. and we're making beer on the cheap, folks. Come on, join us. We're, and we're growing our own hops. All right, we're if growing we, our own hops we this could, year. We grow let's, our own hops. That's let's, it. Might um, come back. 
We grow our own hops. We buy. We Harvesting yeast is the next thing. All right. We Let's, are way deep on this episode. Yes. Now, I want to tell you that we have had a great experience switching to all grain. Ben's first beer was a great success. Brew day, tasting. Great success. Uh, he's set himself up in the right way. He's got the grain mill. He's buying grain less than a dollar a pound. Yeah. He's got pumps that are going to make everything easier. The brew days are so much fun and light and easy. Please, as soon as you can, switch to all grain. If you love all grain, good. You're already there. Just enjoy us and share us your recipes. Yeah. Find us at uh, Instagram at 30 Minute Editions. Uh, go to iTunes, share it with your friends, leave a five star review. Uh, Till next time, uh, we're going to bring some great beers your way, the all grain way. Hey, oh. Cheers. Cheers, motherfucker. Prost. Bra, bra, bra. It's okay, everybody gon' say what they wanna say yep. Players gon' play when they wanna play Long lay, on lay, for my night light Luther Vandross ride, no way Daddy Bass hat don't skip no days Either, meet her, greet her Treat her like a queen, then I give her that Peter Jack, that's how we procreate Take care of my babies, I'ma talk the weight I'ma carry the load and I'ma win the bread as well No tricking off of my girl Yo chicken off of my girl She thick with all of her curves Plus she got her mind on her Street smart, book smart, built by design for me Gotta hold her up, cause she always holding me down Like a bank robber with a note, give it to the teller So she know we ain't fucking around It's something by that company I sent for you if you come for me Come for me yeah. If it's alright